Following on from our look at what was going on in Portland and Andy Noe's excellent victory, if you've not watched that segment, it'll be the one uploaded to YouTube right before. You should do. Great victory for him. Uh, let's look at San Francisco, which is oh, a, good. Do we have to? a complete s-hole in the most literal sense possible. Uh, Jack, if you go to the Rumble link that I've got on the screen right now, Callum and I covered this a few weeks ago where Callum looked at the many, many websites that you can find documenting all of the human feces yeah. all over San Francisco and the many, many reports of this, how you can just go daily and walk through San Francisco and it seems like some kind of, you know, Frogger back in the day when you'd be dodging the traffic? I am aware traffic. of Frogger, yeah. You're not, you're not dodging cars, but it's a similar experience, right, I right. can imagine. And uh, this is just now the norm in San Francisco to yep. such a point that people are going to start making money off of it. <laughs> Which wow, is, the enterprising Americans. Yeah, no, I've got to respect Business the hustle. Business-minded, yeah. Yeah, respect the hustle. Uh, and on that <laughs> subject, let's take a look at the um, video that you did recently with Dan on Brokenomics, mm. where you were talking about decivilization. If you go to that for us, please, Jack. Uh, because this really is quite a bad case of decivilization, because I believe yeah. you've been to San Francisco in the past. I have, yeah. And you can give a bit of an idea of what the city is like. Well, it was, it was, the, the buildings are beautiful and it's, you know, spacious and modern. Uh, and in, it, I went in 2017 and it wasn't terrible. It was not great. I mean, there were still zombified drug addicts walking through the streets, but they weren't, there weren't that many of them. From what the, the video and stuff I see now, it seems to be 10 times worse. Uh, and I didn't have to, I didn't see any human feces on the streets uh, then. But again, that was six years ago. Things have obviously changed. Yeah. A lot can happen in six years. And that's a great example of the decivilization. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you want it, to hear about that, check it, out that discussion. It's all happening in real time. That's the problem. You can see the decline. Yeah. It's very clear and in front of your eyes. And it's so notorious at this point that San Francisco has what is referred to as the doom loop formerly known as downtown, where all of the Silicon Valley tech giants were. Formerly one of the richest and most prof prosperous places on the earth has now become somewhere people call literally the doom loop. Yes, the doom loop. And lots of people are trying to figure out solutions for it. This Wall Street Journal article that I've got here says, the city is racing to come up with solutions for its downtown, which is hollowed out by a tech exodus and struggling with homelessness and street crime because like in Portland, <laughs> the leadership in San Francisco actively encourages yeah. the entire city to be viewed as an open-air toilet and drug den combo. We just need solutions. Okay, how about this? Stop giving needles to druggies. And they won't stay. Well, what if instead of that we opened an IKEA? Because <laughs> that's the stop next... allowing minorities to steal from stores or flatback furniture <laughs> might be the solution. Because... Stop raising the taxes <laughs> so it's not profitable to live in your town. Well, apparently Swedish furniture manufacturers are the only ones who can afford to or even want to open businesses. This is the most recent thing that I've seen regarding businesses opening in really? downtown San Francisco, and everybody else seems to be going, you sure you want to do that? And Ikea's like, no, this is a thriving, bustling new neighborhood. I'm sure that we can get some really great business around here. So it says, uh, it comes as other retailers are closing sites amid security yeah. concerns because there's no law enforcement there as far as the videos that I can tell. People are just free to go into any shop and loot and rob whatever they want at yeah. will. 
Uh, up to up to a thousand dollars. Up to a thousand dollars, and then the police <laughs> then the police might get involved. But then it's a crime. But it's difficult to tell if that's even, is that on an individual basis? Because in that case, if me and my buddy go in and we each steal $750 worth individually, you know, that's 1500 total, but can the police get involved? I believe it is on an individual basis. Oh, wow. So there's a lot of ways to game this rather poor system. There are. But yeah, there's, there's low footfall and at the same time rising rents. Mm. You'd think that they would be lowering, but San Francisco, mm. you know, there's some... People who are just really trying to hang on in there. Especially given the amount of office space that is free in San Francisco. We covered this on the podcast a few months ago. But there's, I can't remember what the percentage was, but it was just an unusually massive amount of free office space in San Francisco, which is weird. Mm. So, But more than a dozen chains, including Nordstrom, Whole Foods, H&M, have left the area around Union Square since 2017, while companies like Meta and Salesforce have reduced office space in the district. There we go. Uh, the Arda Akalin, the, sto- the new IKEA store's manager, has said, we do feel it's a viable place, she says, quaking. Uh, our ambition going into that location is to bring in more jobs, Even bring in who? more people, and bring in more commercial activity to the mid-market area. The 52,000 square foot store at 945 Market Street spans three floors of the former 6x6 mall and is far smaller than IKEA's typical big box outlets. You'll have 27 fully furnished room settings, IKEA said in a uh, press relief. uh, It won't, but it won't have a cafe. So no meatballs for you, San Francisco. But Oh, wait, no, actually, no, but it's famous Swedish meatballs will be available in a deli. So that's something. Amazing. I wouldn't eat that. Given what's likely to just be floating around the air, I wouldn't want to breathe the air around there. Every single one of those 27 rooms will be a toilet and you will find drug dens and tents in every single one of them within a week. I can guarantee it. I am actually amazed that Elon Musk just hasn't moved Twitter from San Francisco yet. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens in the future, won't we? And uh, there are other ambitious plans to revitalize the Doom Loop as well as opening up a certain <laughs> I like idea. That. I like that it's just called the Doom Loop. Now. Everybody just knows it was downtown, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's just the Doom Loop. So now it's an, Mordor. There's an urban design studio called Site Lab who partnered with the non-profit Downtown San Francisco Partnership to create a public realm action plan, otherwise known as PRAP, which reimagines the future of the city's downtown. Right. Cresimano and Downtown SF Deputy Director Claude Imbolt are hoping that one of the Pratt's main projects, landing at Leisdorf, will launch this September. The initiative, described as reimagining downtown experience for San Franciscans, will focus on... Can you imagine what this is going to be? Is it, it, is it like poverty tourism? Uh, no, that's something That's something else that we'll get to in a moment. Oh, right, okay. Will it be clearing the streets of homeless people, getting them into drug crisis centres, uh, uh, clearing the feces off the street no no No, it'll be filling alleyways or unused public spaces with pop-ups and vendors and partnering with local restaurants and musicians and painting murals in accessible areas so So, there'll be new george floyd murals brilliant and this will stop people doing drugs somehow I don't think they care if people the do The patron drugs. saint think, of fentanyl <laughs> I, I, will serve I, as a warning. I think they're in favour of people doing drugs. That's the thing. I mean, if this is, as T.S. Eliot sort of revealed preference culture, uh, sort of his, his view on religion is what you actually do every day. Well, I mean, George Floyd literally is the saint of these areas that are just filled with druggies. What did he right. do? He starred in pornography. He was a uh, low-rent robber and mm-hmm. then did lots of drugs and then overdosed and died. Yeah, that, yeah. that's these are like the three core tenets yeah, of uh, the American religion right now. Yeah, and, and we see them all um, played out in San Francisco. 
on the streets. It is quite. It's like a. It's like a petri dish, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't, where'd they get the money for the drugs? Right, is what I would ask if I didn't know that the government wasn't giving them the money for the drugs and the free needles. It's, it's yeah. mental. It's absolutely so, mental. To to clear this point off, Imbolt said this is not just about making pretty streets or hanging flower baskets. I don't think it's it, going to happen it at all. It absolutely yeah. is. It absolutely is. But you won't be able to do that. This is about real economic recovery <laughs> with some murals and street vendors yep if we just turn okay it, good luck if we literally make it resemble the third world this will be an improvement from san yeah. francisco as it exists right now maybe i mean that is true yeah actually maybe but this is where we get to the downtown dune loop walking tour right, if we so go to that page this is the tourism th this is the tourism uh, i don't know why you need to go on a specific i would tour rather go it. on a safari like it's probably safer with the lions and the hyenas. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they're, they're less likely to throw their own crap at me. <laughs> they're less likely to kill me. Yeah, uh, but the it's on Eventbrite. It was on Saturday the 26th, so I believe Amazing. that'll be today as this segment goes out. <laughs> so maybe you'll still have time, but sadly it is sold out. <laughs> You've missed out. it. You've, it's sold out. <laughs> it, it, it is sold out. It was $30 a pop. Yeah. It's being run by uh, somebody known as SF Anonymous Insider. So it might just right. be Elon Musk doing this. And uh, on the event page, I've just got some information that they've put in the about this event. To be honest with you, I kind of I kind of approve of this kind of uh, enterprising mirth making. Well, yeah, you know, why not? This is clearly the, this is clearly some sort and of joke that's being played at San Francisco's the, expense. You can take the Doom Loop without having to pay. You can just well, wander yeah, around could, the streets. Yeah. But I suppose the strength in numbers. Yeah. So you yeah. want to be safe. And there are other aspects to this which might make it worth that $30 pop that some people have taken if it goes ahead, which is you've read the headlines, you've seen the tweets, now get close and personal to doom and squalor of downtown San Francisco. <laughs> and he asks an important question That's here. Amazing. How can a city with a $14.6 billion annual budget be a model of urban decay? How can it spend uh, $776.8 million per year on police and have no no rule of law to show for it how can it spend 690 million dollars on homeless service and receive an official united nations condemnation for its treatment of the homeless cruel and inhuman quote violation of multiple human rights quote the tour will start at city hall and continue through mid-market the tenderloin and union square the tenderloin in particular, hmm. was a hot spot for just human feces all, oh, over was the, it? all over the place when Callum and I were looking into it. Literally, Amazing. there's just maps documenting all of it, all of the most recent reports. Because people will just phone up, by the way, there's a poo on the street, there's one there, there's one there, there's one there. Somebody will come and clean it up, and by the end of the day, they will have returned mysteriously. Yeah. Uh, we will view the open-air drug markets, the abandoned tech offices, the outposts of the non-profit industrial complex, <laughs> the non-profit industrial complex, I like that, and the deserted department stores, soon to have a single IKEA in them. So this this sounds truly post-apocalyptic. It's hilarious. To this be is the sort of thing that you would expect to be happening in Fallout as yeah. a joke. But yeah. this is real life. This is real San Francisco. Congratulations, progressives. You reap what you sow. I suppose. And oh, you've really made the utopia come true. And uh, to, to take a look into this, 
the New York Post decided, well, we can take the Doom Loop without having to pay $30. So let's see what it what it's like. And uh, they say here in this article yeah. on death, drugs, and abandoned businesses, San Francisco's Doom Loop route really does give people a front row seat to the city's descent into homelessness, drug use, and urban decay. Spurred by a local joker who's organized a tour of the California city's most blighted areas, the Post walked the proposed route to see if the worst of San Francisco really was on offer. So oh, I bet it was. They're doing a review of this. They're yeah. doing a preview yeah. for everybody so you can get a good idea of, is it worth that $30? <laughs> Community activist J.J. Smith generously acted as an ad hoc tour guide for the landmarks on a 1.5-mile trip, which took in City Hall, Union Square, Mid-Market, and the Tenderloin District, areas where a one-bedroom apartment typically still retails for $750,000 and above. Why? What am I paying for if I pay that much? I'm paying to be able to... What is it good exercise to avoid yeah. z- homeless zombies on the street? I can only assume it's like landlords and investors who are like, look, we paid unbelievable amounts of money for this 10 years ago. We're not letting it go for less. It's like, That's fine because it's just going to sit empty. Yeah, congratulations. no one's going to pay for that. You can either make no money or slightly more than no money. These yeah. are the two options that you have. And if you look, uh, if you look at the screen so that you can look yeah. at it, uh, they took images of it all. Oh, God. And... Literally, there are just pictures of people smoking fentanyl. If you look at the screen, it's absolutely ridiculous. These are the shops. They've basically got barricades outside of them so that people can't get in and rob things. You've got private security, homeless tents stretching as far as the eye can see. So pretty much California. Yeah, yeah. It's like a zombie apocalypse has descended on California. It, it, it really is. And uh, just following on, so they've got some information here that will report some of the hmm. stuff that you were talking about. So since January 2020, half of retailers fled the downtown area because of sagging sales and lack of foot traffic and f- tourism. Of those that are left, even Ross Dress for Less now sports enhanced security in the form of bag checks and security guards stationed at all exits. Soon joining the urban emptiness could be the four-star Hilton San Francisco Union Square, where rooms are $450 a night, and the Hilton Park 55 Hotel, where rooms are a little cheaper, at $150 a night. What a bargain. You guys wish I would pay that. (laughs) I know. Their owner announced in June it would stop paying a $725 million loan. So they don't even care if they default on a loan. They just, we're not in San Francisco anymore. Yeah, yeah. Which could potentially more than 3,000 rooms empty although they were both still operational this week. For how long? Probably not very. Crime has gotten so bad in the downtown area, employees who work at the nearby Nancy Pelosi Federal Building... Honestly, I'm glad they've got their names on it. Yeah. I'm glad they've got their names on this these things. This is the monument to your failure. Yeah. So there's a Mark Zuckerberg hospital in San Francisco. Is that okay? Good. Good. Brilliant. You know, so when historians are like, well, God... Who are the powerful, rich, and important people who made all this possible? Your names are literally on the buildings. There you go. In- inscribed for all of history. <laughs> the people who failed San Francisco. What's, what's the old quote about Ozymandias? Look upon my yeah. works, ye mighty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. The hubris involved in all of this. So they were recently ordered to stay away and work from home for the unforeseeable future. <laughs> Just because of how terrible it is. If yeah. you come to work, if you actually come to the office, you might get stabbed. So just stay at home instead. I mean, I understand the logic, but it's not great. And now you can take the tour. So if you're in San Francisco and have bought a ticket, let us know. If you enjoyed that segment from the podcast of the Lotus Eaters, why not visit our website where you can get the podcast live, in full, uncensored, and for free from one o'clock UK time 
every weekday. And while you're there, for as little as £5 a month, you can get access to all of our premium content. For example, Dan's series Brokenomics, where he and Carl discuss the observable managed decline in our civilization. And if you'd like to see what the rest of us are putting out, you can follow Dan at at KingBingo underscore on Twitter and at LotusEaters underscore com on Twitter. Until next time, goodbye.